Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I am your host, Ed Cheney, founder and CEO of Canafil. And I am here with my lovely co-host, Kimberly Rose. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Listen, we're very grateful to be here. We're safe and sound. Uh, We're not contributing to uh, the virus being spread anywhere. Uh, And be absolutely honest, we're very, very happy to be here and be able to talk with everybody today. Yes. Yes, I'm sure everybody's going stir crazy, and we are also part of that. So really feeling grateful that we can do this today. Yeah, it's definitely um, an adventure. Yes, it's been quite an adventure, yes. Uh, Now today, um, you know, this is uh, probably a real relevant topic. Today is uh, a discussion around surviving the social distancing and how CBD can help. Now, I know you've gotten lots of knowledge about surviving the social distancing, uh, and we are not on gloom and doom today. We are only talking about the stuff that that we're all going through that's norm and how CBD might help. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and we're going to start with um, what is CBD going to help with? And let's just jump right in. Okay. All right. Um, here it is. Social distancing has now been fully applied. So if you are, you know, not working for a company or are a part of a uh, uh, of something that is considered to be what is that term they're using? Essential. Essential. Then you're you're confined. You're confined at home, uh, and even if you do wander around, uh, you know you get a lot of suspicious looks. Yes, so, definitely. So we know you We know what confinement feels like. We're feeling the same thing. Uh, so some of the social some of the issues that once you once we all got put in this. Uh, self-quarantine position, here are some of the big struggles we are all facing. Probably on the top of the list is fear of the unknown. Yeah, that's huge. Now, and I think both genders will look at this differently. Uh, The male will see it differently from the female. Uh, And I'm thinking as it applies, you know, roles at the house and so forth. Um, Because, you know, the fear of the unknown, I think it took me as a male and a few of my friends, you know, we jumped on that wagon right away. Yeah. Well, your imagination obviously can get carried away. Right. And I think in the beginning of this thing, we were all like, okay, well, this is just super temporary. This is just a bug. Yeah. You know, first it started with two weeks, and now we're really all praying to baby Jesus that it (laughs) ends April 30th, right? Yeah, it's another unknown. Right. But you just don't, yeah, there you go. You don't know. And so I think our imagination, again, just gets carried away. Yeah. Well, and, and there's also those innate behaviors like males are, are generally, you know, providers is, is what our innate behavior is supposed to be. So providing for our family, uh, that fear of, wow, you know, how am I going to protect them from, 
you know, exposure or from financial harm or from, you know, other things like that. So I can see males jumping on this uh, this fear of unknown fairly quickly. Yeah. And, and then, then we probably trigger you females. Well, yeah, because we're the gatherers. Yeah. We are in charge of making sure that the household runs right. and we go out and we gather all the things that we find, you know, necessary for that to happen. Yeah. And now that's even a, a scary process. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this uh, this fear of the unknown uh, is big. Um, there's a there's a, there's anxiety around it. Yeah. And for the fear of the unknown, I think the biggest anxiety is financial. Uh, I mean, it's the one people will spend the most amount of time thinking on uh, is the financial outcome. Right. How am I going to pay for? the things I need, and how am I going to get the things That's that right. I That's right. That's right. And I think one of the things that was coming up also was uh, the word need. Um, I think we have to actually, like, really break down that word, right. where before we're always like, oh, and I need this, and I need that, and I need a new pair of shoes, and I need, you know, and now the word need is, like, serious. Yeah. Yeah, we hear that in business all the time, the difference between need and want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you, you would be correct. Financial is, and, and it's my opinion that it's going to work out. It's, it's also my opinion it was broken before this happened. Well, I mean, in there's other words, lots of theories. Our economy right. was broken anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm also super confident it will work out. I have sh- I have seen people shifting F- from financial, personal. I've seen people shifting, so I think uh, I'm, I'm feeling very confident it's going to work out. Here's another um, here's another anxiety: uh, social confinement, yeah. not talking with your friends. And some people who are extroverts, that's death sentence. That's terrible. It's hard all day long, and you don't even know it's creeping up until one day you're just blowing up on everybody. And you're like, why am I so mad at everybody? Yeah. Yeah. It's because you can't go out and extrovert <laughs> right? on everybody else. And it, unfortunately, for the family members of an extrovert, it's got to be tough because you're getting all of that attention all of the time where, you know, usually you can go out and you can talk to other people and interact with all those other people. And now we're, and, you know, either stuck at home alone or stuck at home with our loved ones. Right. And, and, and that runs into the, the next anxiety piece, relationship stress. Anybody who has been confined... Uh, you already are aware of this. So if you've been in confinement for two weeks, pretty sure last week you were going like, or earlier this week you were going like, what the, yeah. get out of my space. What would you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you have the other side. Um, I, I haven't seen my kids in a few months, um, mainly because we, we usually get together yeah. once a month for birthdays and blah, blah, blah. And then um, for whatever reason, we, the last time we all get to, got together was Christmas. So we missed January. Yep. And then I don't know why, but, for, but we missed February. And then everything just started happening. Yeah. And so uh, it's, been, it's been a few months. And, and 
Uh, You're feeling it. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I sent Easter baskets out to everybody. Very nice. I know. I, I thought that was terrific. We're going to try and set up a Zoom on Easter Day, although It'll my work. mother's like, how the heck is that <laughs> happening? But she'll All figure right. it out. Right. And there's issues bringing everybody together. There really is. There are, uh, you know, we've, we, we know across the family members, you know, hey, you're not at risk and you're not at risk, but you might be at risk and you might be at risk. So, you, so there's a need and a responsibility to, to understand that bringing everybody together, uh, you don't know where everybody's been. Who might have made contact not yet showing signs, and now I have my elderly parents here who could be then at a greater risk because they could be exposed to something that nobody knows they have yet. So, yeah, this bring, trying to bring people together stuff is not, yeah. not it's, it's just very difficult to do and leading to these stresses. Right, yeah. right. You're missing, yeah. you're, you're missing the ones that you haven't seen, and you can't stand the ones you, you are looking at every day. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the way it is? But right. we're always like that, right? <laughs> right. Yes. What we have in front of us, it's not that we don't cherish it. It's just that maybe we take it a little bit for granted. Uh, yes. Thank you for placing it that way. I feel like I'll come out this and still have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, there's another one. Health and physical well-being. Now, that was a polite way of putting, crap, I'm eating all the food in the house, and I've gained a gazillion pounds. Right. I mean, listen, <laughs> hopefully the first time you went and did your shopping for this confinement uh, time was um, was a healthy shopping experience, <laughs> um, and you didn't just load up on a bunch of junk food. What? Jack-in-the-box delivery. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean, even our experiences, um, Ed came home with, uh, I mean, and thank you, sweetie, for going out and buying all the groceries and getting it all together. But 90% of it, uh, I don't eat. <laughs> yes. So, I, <laughs> that was, um, that was quite interesting. You mean, you mean, uh, you mean, uh, what was it? Uh, um, nine packages of turkey legs? Is that what yeah, you're referring to? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. So I but they were smoked turkey legs. Now, come on. That's, that's really doesn't have some value. Okay, I'll go back to my stuff. Uh, but I get that. Now, um, the weight gain thing. So... Uh, so I've shared a post on face on uh, Instagram, and the thing about this, just just as a quick side note, uh, is if you were concerned about weight gain and there's all this food in your house and anxiety and stress, you know, does trigger eating. Uh, there's an opportunity here to create a a uh, a pattern at the house, which is you know some kind of a fitness program where you can bring everybody around the table on this one you know every day at four o'clock at our house everybody has to come out of their rooms everybody has the meat in the main room and we do an hour's worth of fitness yeah. every day yes, yes hey still gaining weight but i we've we've at least solved two things so we brought the family together created some structure and we're at least keeping some control so when we come out of this you know we're not terrible health yeah, and I think that's important because then you don't feel, you know, then you don't have that added, oh, no, I feel well, bad because right. I, uh, I ate, you know, all all those donuts or all that cereal or all that, whatever it was you consumed the day before because you were like, you know what, 
screw it. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what am I doing here? I want to make myself feel better and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. But, you know, we work out every day. We're sore most of the darn time because, you know, Kim and I are of age where, you know, that's, that's what happens frequently. But I step on the scale and I'm, I'm just not. It's, it's just, it looks exactly the same as it did two weeks ago. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> you know, the other 23 hours of the day. <laughs> good point, good point. <laughs> we're sitting and uh, trying to figure out life. Okay, next, next and last piece before we move into how... Uh, CBD could help with surviving this social distancing and quarantining. Uh, is this, this this big piece too? And this is getting bigger by the day. Risk of contracting or spreading the virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that now why is this getting bigger? Because the discussion around the symptoms and the number of esca- the escalating number of deaths. Yeah. Those two combined are starting to really stir up a lot of attention and anxieties and fears um, and brings us here for today's show because your immune response is super critical to this piece. Yeah. And, you know, one of the, the biggest things that really attacks your immune system is, is, is constant stress yeah. and anxiety. It just really brings it down the system. It has a big piece on it. And let's talk about some of those, uh, those, those anxieties and those stress pieces. Hey, even I'm sitting around going, wow, I do not want to spend two weeks on a respirator. I have never been on one, but what I hear is you want to be under yeah. for, the, for the majority of it. Well, yeah. I mean, that, and I think that's the worst thing that we can do right now. I mean, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, watching those stories and reading that's those things, point. and I've done it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying I haven't done it, and that's why I just go, okay, no more. Yeah. And no more yeah. news about what what could happen and what I mean because that's a good they really do sensual sense. Oh, Sensationalize. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> on the on the worst part. Yeah. Not that we shouldn't be aware. But, yeah. Do you know who I think does a good job on news uh, lately? Uh, I've been watching it. Is both the uh, World Health Organization and the CDC. And here's what I mean about it. When I look at them as com- as opposed to the New York Times or uh, other large media, CNN, CNN uh, outlets like that, um, I see a difference between when I see World Health Organization and CDC make their stories, they're relevant and not sensationalized. Right. In other words, they're very to the point, data-based. It's really easy for me to make good decisions uh, because I'm not feeling any emotional energies coming from their stories. Yeah. All right. It just, it's just kind of like a here, here's what to do and here's why. Uh, but when I go to some of the other media sources online, I'm getting quite something different. I'm, I'm feeling like doom and gloom, and I gotta, I, I'm, I'm thinking me as an older person, I'm going to validate some of this stuff I just heard, so I'll jump on the Internet, and then it gets worse. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah. I thought those two uh, were relevant uh, in me making decisions to protect my family. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, but when we come back, uh, just so we don't have to break, uh, have a break in the middle of this segment, uh, is we're going to kind of go in depth uh, about how the the role that CBD plays. Now, Now, keep in mind, CBD, if you're hearing this, just ignore it. Promise you, I've already, I've done all the research. There's no evidence that CBD is a solution uh, for treating, curing um, coronavirus, COVID nineteen, the whole group of them. All right, so just just that's that's what I understand. I'm sharing that with you. A couple other strong points uh, that both Kimberly and I want to make is we still always recommend that you consult with your physician if you have not yet taken CBD and you may currently be on on pharmaceutical uh, or you may be pregnant. Those are the two things that they suggest uh, is wise to consult your physician first. If you've already had it, good to go. If you do not fall in those two categories, good to go, according to the World Health Organization. Yes. And my second big piece, prescription drug interaction. Again, if you have a prescription drug, always good to talk to your doctor before taking anything else to add to that, like CBD. But the big one I want to point out, and I always do, is the pharmaceutical, the the prescription container that says grapefruit warning on it. Okay? So if you have a grapefruit warning on any prescriptions, make sure you call your physician first because there could be a possible drug interaction between CBD and that prescription. All right, so we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, let's understand CBD's role and some of these issues we're dealing with while being under uh, the self-quarantine. Okay, be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
hope you are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. Ed and Kim here, trying to help you through this daunting time period. Yes, very daunting. Yes. Okay, now, why would I want to consider using CBD at this time? That's going to be the conversation for this segment. And you know, you first must understand just a few things. One is that all humans have an endocannabinoid system in our bodies. Yes. That endocannabinoid system interacts with uh, cannabidiol. Cannabidiol is the long word for CBD. Yes. All right. There is a key that we're going to use a lot today, and that's called homeostasis. That is our body's endocannabinoid system keeping everything in balance. Now, I should tell you, what does balance mean? When we talked two weeks ago, we talked a little bit about what homeostasis was and how we use the image of a mobile. Those things used to hang off your ceiling and little things off of strings and they would just kind of float around and look so cute. Your endocannabinoid system is very similar to that. It wants to keep all that in balance. Okay, because if I were to, if I had that little mobile hanging and I attached a weight to one of the components on the end of one of the strings, if you visualize that the entire mobile would then be out of, be out of balance and it would gyrate a bit and then it would come back to a stillness, but it would be out of balance. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now. So, but, but here's, a, here's, a, here's a good thing. Our, just our immune system alone is made up, and by the way, our immune system is part of the endocannabinoid system. But it is made up of over 350 different signaling molecules. So if one of those molecules gets altered and shift, Think about that. That's 349 more of them that are going to be affected. And they're going to jostle and they're going to get out of balance. And then other things could happen because your system is now out of balance. You're no longer in homeostasis. Okay. Now, and we commonly recognize this. Uh, we recognize this when we get fevers or, or, or you know, certain ailments we'll, we'll, we'll experience. That is experiencing your system out of balance, and it often will lead to something or is because of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I kind of wanted to bring that to the surface. Uh, the, the responses that your endocannabinoid system will do in cases of thing, uh, things causing it to get out of balance would be to do things like this. Um, Inflammation and anti-inflammation are all signaling properties of these molecules in your endocannabinoid system. So, and what it does is it, these molecules, which by the way, have all these sensors on the outside, have a sense, have the ability to sense what's going on and what's needed. And once that is done, it, it signals things like upregulating 
uh, anti-inflammatory or down-regulating so that inflammation can occur. Right. Okay? Yes. And I know, I know you completely understand this, but as you as you hear me, feel free to, if you think that the our listeners might need an expansion on something, you know, feel free to ask. Like, uh, like in our uh, in our nervous system, uh, we upregulate GABA and downregulate glutamate, and those are all things relevant to anxieties, anxiousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, your you should know that your uh, endocannabinoid system produces its own cannabinoids. Um, some of the cannabinoids that you that I have talked about in the past uh, that you have heard of are 2-AG and anatomide. Anatomide being what they call the bliss molecule. So I've spoken about that a lot. So again, so your endocannabinoid system recognizes that there is pressure or anxiety or stress, and it will then communicate. It will transmit... Uh, a a um, a upregulation of anatomide, and why? So that it can put that system back into balance. That was the imbalance was caused by your stress and anxiety. Yeah. Now, now think through this: if your endocannabinoid system is out of balance because of stress and anxiety, it has also been shown that your immune system response has also been diminished. Right, right. Because again, your body's there trying to, I call it calm, calm all of those things down and bring you back to balance or homeostasis. So if your thing, if you've got stuff flaring all over the place, anxiety, stress, everything's just going nuts, you, you really need something to calm that down. And that's where CBD comes in, where it will just go through your body and go, okay, well, let's calm that. Let's calm that. Let's calm that. Let's calm that. All right. So let's talk about how this will help on one of the big fears, which is the risk of contracting or spreading the virus. Okay. So because of your endocannabinoid system, the more robust your homeostasis is, the healthier you are. And the more active your immune response will be. Right. All right. So clear. Science back. Go. You can go look at any of the science reports we have on the website, canafil.com. Uh, you can also go to my favorite, Google Scholar. Type in any of these questions. Uh, and you can just have a field day with all the extra time you have on your hand. Yeah. Definitely. Going through these <laughs> reports, these, these studies. Uh, remember, on Google Scholar, all going to be relevant research. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to get this thing back into balance mm-hmm. because homeostasis leads to a greater immune response. Right, because there you are with your body is in homeostasis and something comes into your body that is not, I don't want to say... Uh, is foreign, is is not good, is a virus, is what whatever it is, um, and your body is like, okay, well, we can go over here and take care of this because we're not worried about the rest of the system. Yeah. We're at homeostasis. We can go, yeah. we can attack this, we can do whatever it is. We got to up regulate, well down regulate, whatever I got to do, I can do it. Well put, yes. Because I'm not busy over here. 
And let, let's talk about that a little bit more. So when one part of our, our physiological system gets thrown off, mm-hmm. we, and we become unbalanced, we usually notice this shift in some kind of an actual system that's recur- occurring in our body. You know, when homeostasis goes out of balance, you might notice you now have high blood pressure or you're running a fever. These symptoms now often will point to a bigger problem or a bigger sickness within the body too. So keep in mind, you probably have recognized frequently when your endocannabinoid system is out of balance. Yeah. Because it usually communicates to you through... Something. Something, right. Something. Something, yeah, something that you're like, oh, I got to go get it treated. Yeah, I go, well, why is this happening? Let me go to the doctor. Now, let's, let's, use, let's use the high blood pressure. I like that one. Let's use the high blood pressure as an example. So your system is out of balance. It triggers high blood pressure. And what do you do? You go to the doctor, and you get a pharmaceutical for this. All right, this is my time to talk about the pharmaceutical. So the pharmaceutical does a great job in dealing directly with that problem and that problem alone. In other words, that chemical compound was designed to affect that molecule, and that was it. Right. All right. When it affects that molecule, it's like, again, attaching a weight to that molecule and that little mobile vision I had given you, that mobile design, you know, hanging from the ceiling. Just say that pharmaceutical attached to that, and when it pulled that molecule down, it threw the rest of the system out of balance. Right. You guys, we all know this already. We take a pharmaceutical, and now we're dealing with another problem. Yeah. Yeah, right? You know, our digestive system is thrown off, or, you know, we're, right, we get headaches all the time, or, you know, so we've seen this. I'm just kind of bringing it into focus around this conversation today. All right. Now, if we take this pharmaceutical and compare it to what we, our endocannabinoid system is capable of doing when it has plenty of cannabidiol, which are, you know, CBD or any other cannabinoids, those cannabinoids come in and they don't fix problems. They trigger signaling molecules that are designed to put your entire system in balance. So you might say that a pharmaceutical is designed to treat a very specific problem where when we go towards the hemp plant and use high concentrations of CBD or cannabidiol in our our endocannabinoid system, we are fixing the system. So pharmaceutical, single problem. CBD, the entire system. Mm, Yes. On top of you know, other things that you can do. Obviously, CBD is very good. I, I always call it my daily supplement. Um, but, you know, when you get that notice from the doctor saying, hey, yeah, your, your, your blood pressure is high. Yeah. Now, you went through this. We treated it naturally. We said, okay, let's look at your diet. Let's look mm-hmm. at your exercise. Let's look at the whole picture. Because right. we're not saying CBD does it all. <laughs> you got to actually not, do right. other things to make your, yourself right. healthy. Yeah, and let's talk about this. So your immune response, it is super critical that your endocannabinoid system be in homeostasis, in balance. Mm-hmm. We're suggesting that CBD helps that. We're suggesting that 
cannabinoids do that, period. What we have in today's society is not enough cannabinoids in our diet. We're not producing enough internally. So having a source like the hemp plant that can provide us with large quantities of cannabidiol or CBD is what's helping us. All right, boom. So we're there. Yes. Okay. There's other things too. So reducing inflammation through our diet is a big one. Yes. So things that cause inflammation in our diet that will assist along with CBD helping your your endocannabinoid system be in balance, you know, processed food, sugars, all those things, those are all inflammatory type foods that we consume quite a bit of. Yes, we do. Yeah. And what you can do over the next couple of weeks to try to get a handle on this concern for contracting or spreading this virus is to do just that. So um, a, 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 uh, a priority of trying to get your endocannabinoid system in balance and be reducing some of the inflammatory foods you're digesting. Yeah, we talked about it last week, right? We did yeah. like some zinc, some vitamin D, some greens. Get some greens in you. I know it's it can be tricky, but um, even you don't have to have you know salad all day every day. But just put some greens in your diet. Right, and um, and you know we read we read uh, at one doctor's report, and we've shared this with you before, and it says you know urban Americans are inflamed from envi- environmental toxins chronic biological infections and high inflammatory diets and these states you know these shifts are not good for your system at all no no uh and there's another issue oh go ahead nope i'm fine yep. go ahead <laughs> uh back to the pharmaceuticals we, we know we need them yes okay so but i want you during these times to consider then so you're taking a pharmaceutical that's going to throw your homeostat your endocannabinoid system out of balance now here's what we know about the endocannabinoid system after it's done gyrating it will find balance again so even though you are taking this pharmaceutical it'll figure out how to come into balance with that still in place it's not saying that something else is not going to be a cause to get it back into balance. So what a lot of people might find is they take a pharmaceutical, system gyrates and gets out of balance, and then they have another symptom they have to solve. So they go to the doctor, and the doctor, of course, suggests another pharmaceutical, which throws the system back into another gyrating, trying to find balance again, and there could be another symptom after that. So just kind of be aware during those shifts in balance and that oscillation of your homeostasis, you literally could have a significant, significantly lowered immune response. Good? Yeah. I know somebody can't avoid this stuff, but when you find yourself in the position, maybe that's the time to quarantine yourself back a little further. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. agree. Uh, I, I Again, if you could just kind of do uh, an overall check of yourself, you know, um, especially when anxiety starts popping up and stress, you know, just uh, I believe in deep breathing. Um, try and focus on good things. Go, you know, hang out with your loved one if that's a good thing. Right. <laughs> um, if you just have to watch a movie, watch a happy one, you know? I don't think um, watching any of these uh, 
movies about what are they outbreak and pandemic and all these things that are out there right now. Yeah, let's not do that. You know, what did you watch the other night? It was uh, the talking toucan. The Rio. Rio. Well, I know. Because, yeah, you're <laughs> right. I mean, God, I'm in my 50s. But still, that a movie like that makes me smile. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, just to get away for an hour and a half. Yeah. 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 So, listen. So, knowing these things really puts the use uh, and benefits of CBD in proper perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, CBD can provide tremendous healing and relief through these times. Uh you know, both to your, your well, in your ECS system uh, and bring balance to your central nervous system and your immune system. Uh, but remember, keep in mind, if you discover you have these symptoms of coronavirus, reach out to your health care uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, they're saying yeah. do it immediately because right. you don't want to wait because then things can just get worse. Yeah. I have no idea if there's any type of a, um, I mean, I know they're saying don't take Advil. But I don't know if there's any kind of prescription that they're giving for the virus, or do, is it one of those just go home? You've you just got to ride it out. Yeah, I don't that, know. That's all I'm hearing from CDC is right. You got to ride it out. Just ride it out. That is correct. Yes, and, pe- and different people will respond differently. Yeah, and there is a family of viruses under COVID nineteen. Okay. So, So, I mean, I know I've read, like, you know, deep breathing, again, is good to keep those lungs working and keep everything going. Um, And then, again, just try and bring that – be in charge of your thoughts, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Be in charge of your thoughts. There are. There are. You know, Kimberly, there are lots of conversations uh, around boosting your immune response that have a lot to do with psychological. Oh, yeah. But your thoughts, uh, high vibrations. There are lots of conversations about high vibrations. They're talking about foods that provide high high vibrations. (laughs) Uh, Foods like, you know, living greens and such as that. Uh, they're talking about interacting with people with high vibrations, thinking uh, high vibra- you know, from a high vibration place, mm-hmm. and that all of these have a positive effect on your immune response. Yeah. Mm, good point. Very good point. All right. Listen, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we are going to give you kind of an update on the CBD industry. Uh, because here we've talked about CBD being a great peace to your well-being but yet the cb industry how the the heck do you get to it right all right (laughs) so uh let's take a short break and we'll come right back the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. 
If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Kimberly and I were just talking about how grateful we were to be able to have this conversation with you today. So thank you again for listening. Yes. Definitely. All right. So we've talked about uh, CBD being uh, a good addition to some of your tools while you are being voluntarily uh, quarantined. Yeah, I said that, didn't I? But you're not really volunteering. Um, All right. So, but we've we've offered this great advice, but then where the heck do you get your CBD from? Right? Because... uh, CBD is not listed as an essential business. And that came from the World Health Organization. So, you know, they can all say how they want. Yes, we are. Uh, But the World Health Organization said no, and they did not add in a statement saying, and then the states can make their own rules. Right. Uh, They just said, sorry, CBD is not an essential business. Now, they did list uh, pharmaceuticals, medical marijuana as an essential business. And I'm pretty sure in states where um, uh, marijuana is also recreational falls under that same same guide. So uh, a dispensary is considered essential business. Yeah, which makes sense. Again, you have to go to the doctor. You have to, you know, you have to have a card, except for those states that are legal, of course. Yeah, yeah. So that's not an issue. And you can get CBD from a a dispensary. So all good there. Uh, Again, you just have to have a card to get in. Keep that in mind uh, for a dispensary if you are on the hunt for CBD. Now, the other thing about CBD is most places are offering it online. Yeah. So if they had a retail presence, it's likely they also had an online presence. And anybody who is capable is probably pretty anxious to provide you with their products. Uh, so kind of keep that in mind. You can look around on the Internet and find it fairly, fairly quick. We've always offered that if you are going on the Internet looking for CBD, that you follow those very easy rules. In other words, check to see that they have a third-party test result if, you do not, if you're not familiar with them. Um, that test result speaks a lot. It really does. So you want to, and then check in for reviews and such like that is also a good idea. Yes. Uh, now, Kimberly, can you tell us what Canafil Retail has done for its clients? Well, we have, uh, the store is closed, um, but we are still taking uh, orders uh, via the phone, uh, 480 599 
1003. I answer all the calls. I'm only taking orders from 10 a.m. to 2.30, Monday through Saturday. Um, and Is then, that because you got too much to do all day long? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. Well, I have to exercise at 4 o'clock, remember. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and then I'll ship it to you for in, for free. We ship for free. Um, if you're in Arizona, it, it takes about a day, maybe two. Uh, max, and then uh, even I, I know I shipped out to New York this last week, and it, it took maybe three days max. So we're doing it that way. You can always call the store uh, again from ten to two thirty, please. And you you can always email us at team t e a m at canafil dot com um, and say hey, I'd like to place an order. Uh, and then you can go on the website. We we're we're always open on the website mm-hmm. uh, at com, and we have an extra little tab there that we put uh, on the website that is for the Phoenix location, the store. Why Why? Why? why did the, that store need an extra tab? Well, it needed an extra tab because the things on that, in that tab are all of my, uh, uh, like my isolates in my broad spectrums. Other than Canafil products. Other than Canafil products that okay. are not, you know, my non-full spectrum products are in that store. And okay. then you just call the number and and I will ship it to you. You know, because not everybody wants a full spectrum. Right. Um, so uh, we went ahead and put that tab on there on the website so that you could figure out how to get in there. The products are listed Mm -hmm. so you can see the prices and the product and all of that. And Uh, and, and what I, what I know about the way you operate that store is any product that's going to be on there has been strongly and effectively vetted. Oh yeah. No, I don't bring anything into my store. I've watched it. That I haven't um, taken through a very vigorous process. Uh, Some of my manufacturers are like, Oh my gosh, are you finally going to let us in? (laughs) Well, Right. So yeah, those those are the three ways. It's very simple, um, and most of my customers. I mean, we've we brought the whole store basically to the house. Yeah. So can I share? So if you look at any of my Instagram photos, sometimes you might see this. The entire retail store is in our house, <laughs> and it's all set up nicely too. So she can you know organize and put orders together as as people need them. But I just have to laugh that the retail store just kind of. Moved. <laughs> yes, it did. I brought it ho- all home, and that way I can, you know, help all my customers because nice. you know they're used to coming to the store and getting their products, right. and they still can. Um, so yeah, that's well, how we're doing. Well, thank you for sharing it. that. Very good. And and like I said, you'll find if if you find that you do have a favorite manufacturer of CBD, but they're not capable of fulfilling orders online. Uh, it, it might just be nothing more than a credit card problem, merchant account problem. So that, you know, while DEA is still, you know, working with, uh, uh, you know, the rest of the agencies to try to get past uh, the hemp being completely pulled from the um, the drug schedule, you know, some merchant credit card vendors are, are struggling. Yeah, with, yeah. You know, do we want to? Do we not want to? Is it a risky business? Is it not a risky? They just don't know. So, if your favorite vendor is not capable, that's all that really is. It's not that they're going to be out of business. You, they're likely 
they're just waiting to be able to go back into their store again. Yeah, because I, yeah, I I do have um, some manufacturers that you know it's it's you just can't they don't they can't afford the extra expense of having a credit card processing system. Yeah, right. So right. Well, what else you got on the news in today's CBD world? Well, speaking of the DEA. Oh, no. <laughs> and the FDA. I swear, every time I read something about them, I just visualize this arm wrestling contest going on because those two just, mm. they're not going to... Well, the FDA seems to definitely be softening, and they definitely seem to be wanting to work yeah. on CBD and releasing it. So, um, good news to hear, though. Right, really. right. So they they are actively exploring pathways to allow for lawful sales of the cannabis compound CBD mm-hmm. as a dietary supplement, and it's developing enforcement discretion guidance for products that are currently on the market. Perfect. And because everybody should know, right now, FDA has declassified it as dietary supplement. They will not allow us to call it a dietary supplement. Yeah. And I understand clearly the reasons why. So I just wanted to share that right now. Yeah. But, you know, the DEA, they're going to always, you know, have an argument. Um, DEA replied that international treaty obligations <laughs> warrant its control. Woo-hoo. Okay. Now, is does that just sound like a what? It's a power struggle. That's all. Where can they have their decisions? I know, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the, I mean, okay. there's not a huge amount of CBD news right now. It's really all about everything yeah, else in that, the world. That is the high, it makes sense to me completely. But yeah. yeah. So um, I have a good and a bad. Should we do? Should we do the bad first, and then I'll, we'll end with the good? How about that? I thank you. Let's do that. So, wait, I said. Wait, I said no doom and gloom today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, and listen. If we look at this story from the, the good side, okay. she lasted so much longer than her parents, doctors, anyone ever really thought that she would. All right last and she um she actually was having like a real life and who is this and this is charlotte fiji uh, she's really why, the first yeah why is that relevant she's the first real like individual where cbd was tried in large amounts for her situation because she was having seizures she started having seizures when she was three months old and what was the level of her seizures um I, Every 30 minutes, and each one uh, capable of taking her life. Oh, yeah. I mean, t- her mother says her heart stops so many times. You, uh, Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, of course, at three months old, what do you do when your child is having the, I right. mean, just seizures all day, every day? Um, they put her on, a, a, she was at 1.7 types of seizure medication. Yeah. And they would work for a while, and then they would stop, and then they'd try something else and work and work. And so I think finally when she got to about four or five, um, she was desperate. Mother was absolutely desperate. So they started putting her um, on CBD. And it was high CBD, low THC, um, in in very high milligrams, but still Mm -hmm. it was uh, CBD uh, dominant. And her seizures started going away. I mean, they never completely went away, but they were, you know, mainly during her sleep, um, shorter, 
and she was actually able to do things like right. she could learn to walk. She could, you know, learn to ride a bike. She was doing a bunch of wonderful things that kids do, a normal child does. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, she passed away last week. Yeah. And they're not sure if the coronavirus was something that might have contributed because right. the whole family was sick. Okay. But she never po tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, so... Like I say to most of my customers that um, use CBD during the end of their pet's life or whatever it, the case may be, uh, it gives them a little chance to get their life back, you know? And that's what happened with Charlotte. Um, so that's the sad news. And um, we're grateful that she started this whole train. Yes. This whole CBD She's train. the one that got the doctors on board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, thanks that, for sharing that. Right. And, and then on good news, and it's also just coincidentally about seizures, but um, our cousin, uh, Linda, uh -huh. has a uh, two-year-old dog, and she's about 16 pounds, and she has started having seizures. Okay. At so, two years old. Hmm. Yeah, so right. she's really freaked out. Um, she had a five-minute seizure, actually several. And so she was, you know, obviously she went to the vet, and uh, she needs to go and see a neuro vet. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, financially that's tough right now. Yeah. And she hasn't been able to get in to see the neuro vet. So oh. I said, let's just start her on a, a really low dose of CBD. So I shipped it to her. She's been taking it for about two weeks now, no seizures. Beautiful. So, what was her dose? Um, and the oh, size of the dog? Yeah. She, again, she's only she's only sixteen pounds, and she's okay. only two years old. So okay. I started her like so low, like two milligrams. Two milligrams once a day or a couple times Tw a day? Twice a day. Twice a I day. said, just try this out. Okay. First, and let's see if there's a seizure, then we can kind of adjust accordingly. Right. We can go up a little higher, but let's just start here and and see. So so far, we are knocking on wood. We've got no seizures, and the dog, she's like, oh my gosh, I don't even need to put it in her food. She just takes it right from the dropper. She loves it. What product? Uh, we I sent her the Canafil. All right, the Canafil pet. Yes, I did, and um, so far we are we are looking good. We right. will keep you um, informed. Okay. As she goes. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that, too. All right. Now, for today, that is a wrap. And uh, this episode of the CBD Ed Show, thank you, Kim. And a big thanks to Cece, who gathered, gathered a lot of our research today. Thank you, Cece. Uh, also want to thank you, the listeners. Becoming an educated consumer of CBD is the best way to protect the hemp plant for our future generations. Yes. Uh, and I hope you picked up some good techniques that you can use while in quarantine. Uh, also, the way to stay connected with us, uh, even continuing today's conversation and sharing some of the things that you have learned about CBD uh, on our Instagram. Uh, that is at the CBD Ed Show. Uh, you can also follow us on our Canafil Twitter or Pinterest and Facebook. They're all at Canafil as well. Um, feel free to use the hashtag 
Hashtag protect the hemp. We are really trying to push that out there to get a movement started. We want to make sure that we're always out there pushing that message, protect the hemp. Okay, so again, thank you all for listening. This is Ed Cheney, working to raise your potential. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.